0: Matchlava and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at @matchlava. And today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. It has been it's been a good day. I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's been a good day. I got up a little bit late today and I'm not happy about that. So, I'm going to be fixing that tonight. I'm going to be getting to bed on time. So, that's my goal. And yeah, I got up a little bit later, got to starting work a little bit later, but it was it was good. I got I got a lot done. So, I got up early today. Well, not early early, but I, I got up around like 6:45. So, not super early, but not super late. Got the Miracle Morning routine done and then did a little bit of shipping, I believe, or maybe I didn't. Let's go back through that and think. I went up to my room and got a little bit of work done with eBay, and I got some stuff listed. I did some shipping and what else did i do i went through discord cuz there's just every morning there's always things that i missed from overnight so i was going through looking at things that i missed looking at things that needed to be completed looking at things that were going to come out today and i went through and went and looked at all of that and then i also got a message from my va so i was trying to work with her i actually was supposed to make her a video today that i forgot about so i'll have to message her and tell her i'll make that tomorrow but yeah it's been good i mean it's just it was it was kind of a whirlwind at the beginning of the, the day and i think i think that that's all right I just want it to be earlier. I want it to be earlier in the day, so I'm going to get up earlier and make sure that that happens because when I hit 8 o'clock, I want to be full stride research mode, ready to roll, like just paying attention to research, being able to do a lot of the, the research that needs to be done to find new leads, and I got a lot of that done today. I looked into mainly Halloween items because Halloween items have just been slaying this year and I've been trying to figure out what's going to do well, what things are going to sell well around Halloween. I also got a little bit of work done doing some botting, which I was happy about. I worked out some of the stuff that I had. I set up one of the new... It's like kind of like a, a an assistant tool for botting, so I set that up today, and then I ended up checking out a couple things on my one bot that I didn't even realize it was going to work. I was just doing some tests, and I got a notification. It was like, hey, you checked out a couple items, and I checked my credit card, and sure enough, they didn't cancel Mommy because the charge is still there right now, so... Looks like those things are going to ship out, so I'm pumped about that. It looks like we're going to have a good Q4 if I can get this botting thing down a little bit, so that I can kind of tune in my settings, get things worked out. It looks like I'll be good to go. So I was happy about that. I was a little bit bummed out earlier this week because I thought that I killed my proxies. I realized today they weren't paying anything, so I'm going to get in touch with the developer slash proxy group owner about that. But that sort of thing threw me off at the beginning of the week because I thought, man, like botting is insanely hard right now back when i used to bought a lot of these sites earlier the summer things were a lot easier and now it seems like it, the moment you run your proxies they die well it turns out they actually did die and that was the like i said the group owner's fault not my fault so i gotta figure that out gotta get that worked out with him but overall it's been a good day i mean i'm just kind of like in a whirlwind right now so i got some sourcing done and then i worked on botting a lot just worked on getting some of the things worked out with that set up the new program i have and from there, I had dinner. It was about 6 o'clock or 6.30. I had dinner. I went on a walk just because I haven't been able to run. I re-injured my foot this summer. And I injured it like last fall. And so I re-injured it this summer. I stepped in a hole and jacked my foot all up. So I've been like slowly letting that recover. But I'm good to go on like a good walk right now and stuff to, to finally get it back. And hopefully I can start running again next week. So went on a walk and talked to my girlfriend and then came back and... This stretched out now I'm here and because I've been trying to stretch my back too so it's just like trying to get all the things in that I need to get done in a day is, is difficult sometimes because there's like a lot of things that I'm trying to do for both my physical health and then also for my business but at the end of the day it's trying to make sure you get done what you need to get done and that's really what I can stress right now is me trying to tune in and, and figure out what I need to do each day what's the most important thing and what sort of things do I need to get done in order to be having a successful day with my business and then having a successful day with my personal life as well and it's a it's a tough bout because like uh uh the like in the uh, one thing book by gary keller he talks about how a lot of the times you're not completely in balance i think it's in that book he says you're not completely in balance a lot of times you'll go out of balance one way or the other between personal life or business and if you can i think it's in that book if you can kind of hit those things and get back into balance on the other side where maybe you're very focused on business for a little bit because your business really needs it right then, right? And you got to do that. But as long as you're coming back and making sure that you're spending adequate time with your family and being able to be in in touch with family and friends and staying close with them and being able to make time for them, that you're kind of doing what every business owner does. And, and we do it because we enjoy the business. But business sometimes has its ups and downs, and sometimes you need to be more more focused on your business than you are with your personal life. And sometimes you can relax a little bit, ease off, and let your business run itself as you begin to put more systems and more people in place to do those things. And then you can start to spend more time with your family, start to spend more time with your friends, start to take more time for yourself. So that's what I've been working on. I've been kind of developing a small system for outsourcing some of the sourcing part of the work, so that's been cool. And it's just been it's been a whirlwind. But the thing that I think I'm going to take away is I have been listening to Bigger Pockets nonstop. I mean, like other than a couple podcasts I listen to that are about fantasy football, just because I I, I mean that's a hobby of mine. Other than those, I've been listening to Bigger Pockets because those guys really know business. They're like they have a very good handle on how to start a business. The guys that have talked in that podcast have done multiple successful businesses. They've created multiple businesses from the ground up, and so they know what they're doing. And they had a guy on today who was talking, or maybe the other day, who was talking about how he went from having a business to completely losing like his entire business. He had to move back in with his parents and stuff, and how he rebuilt his business. And the one thing he said that really stuck with me, he said, and I forget what his name is. I can't remember what his name is right now, but he said that you one of the best things for somebody to do would be to sit down for a week or two weeks and as they're doing a task or as they complete a task or whatever they're doing in their day log it in a journal Write directly next to it what the how how long they spent doing that task and then beside that what their estimation of how much money per hour that's going to bring into the business or almost what dollar per hour is that task worth is kind of the way i'm thinking of it like how much are you contributing to the business slash how many dollars per hour is that task worth and for me you just think about it you go okay well what things in a day am I doing that are really worth more than more than three or four bucks an hour? I mean, seriously, think about it. Going through an email, responding to customers on eBay, going through and creating accounts for different sites, setting up bots—like, are these things really high-dollar an hour tasks? Are they bringing in much money to my business? No, they're not. And 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 I would say that they're they're actually fairly low-dollar amounts. I mean, you can hire a virtual assistant out of the Philippines to do the eBay, the email. Will the eBay respond to customers, do your listing on eBay, do some emails? Do I mean, you could even have them make accounts for you, and then you could have them even set up your bot if you figure out how to create a very easy way for them to understand how to do that. You could have them do all of those tasks, and it's not really that difficult, and you'd be able to outsource that for like three to five bucks an hour, right? So, think about it if you are outsourcing that task of three to five dollars per hour for them to do. You free up so much of your time, and and so many people look at it as like, yeah, now I can go do whatever I want. I'm more so like, okay, what is the task that's next most important, and then how can I outsource it? Because the more tasks I can outsource, the more things in my business I can get to somebody else and pay them to do it for me, within means and within reason, right? I mean, if there's a hundred or two hundred dollar an hour task, that's something I want to do. I mean, like that's that's a, a very nice salary to make. <laughs> like I would enjoy making that. So like. A lot of the times, you want to outsource those lower, those lower money tasks. And what he said is, do that for a week, two weeks, and you'll really start to see how much your business, how much of your business you're actually doing that is worthwhile, and how much of it is is more so fodder or something that you could outsource to somebody else. So as he started to say that, I, I really started to think about. You know, where would I rank with my business? What sort of thing would I be doing well? And what sort of thing wouldn't I be doing well? And if you're looking to refer to who I was talking about, his name is James Wedmore, W-E-D-M-O-R-E. And I think it was episode 499 of the Bigger Pockets Podcast. But just it, it just jogged my mind. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay, why don't I do this? Why don't I look? And then it has a very, very clear understanding of, okay, here's my tasks. Let's get rid of these most time and mo and least money possible let's get like like let's get rid of the tasks he said get rid of your tasks that take up the most time and are the least valuable that makes sense so let's get rid of those and work our way up the list and as soon as we get to that top dollar an hour task i can do those things or if i find a way to outsource those for less money than that task is worth that's just icing on the cake and i can go work on higher level things and build the business more and so that's what i'm focused on right now i mean i want to be able to source i want to that's that is the core of my business finding out how to source it is also one of the and not just how to source but how to research and and find new items I'm kind of lumping that all into one general term called sourcing but if you can figure that out you are in a much better spot than like 90% of resellers, maybe even 95, because there are so many resellers that never even outsource their tasks, let alone figure out how to teach somebody else to, re, to, to source for them, how to go out and find stuff for them. Reezy said it the best. Whenever he broke his leg or broke his foot or whatever he broke on on that appendage of himself, like the, that limb, he had to outsource that Task of sourcing. He couldn't go into the stores anymore. And he always talks about how that was a great thing for his business because then he could develop more of a business. And I never understood what that meant when I was first starting out. But as I sat there and thought about it, and as I started to watch some more YouTube videos this past spring and started watching daily Refinement, started paying attention to bigger pockets and listening to them and they all talk about building a system i thought well what system do i build and they all talk about why don't you just get rid of the tasks that suck that don't make you much money and that are wasting a lot of your time and i thought that sounds great to me so why don't i do that and as you start to do these things you start to move your tasks things that you don't enjoy doing things that are are kind of not really that valuable to you start moving those off to somebody else and you can begin to work on the things that need to be worked on in the business and that's how it starts to grow. So that's what I'm working on right now. I, I mean, that's really what my focus is day in, day out. How can I outsource? How can I figure out a way to systematize this process? How do I make this so that anybody could figure it out? And and that goes for anything anything at all if you have to jump in a walmart chat if you have to jump in a target chat and return an item because either the return wasn't working or maybe you forgot to and you have to jump in there and say hey i forgot to return this can you help me out you could outsource that to somebody save yourself the time i mean why are you wasting your time messaging somebody on a walmart chat have a virtual assistant do that for you think about all the time you'll save and that's that's where i'm at if i can write a system write a process say hey i just need you to get this done here's the kind of things i usually say go for it and and you know critique them basically however i want maybe have them copy their chat and send it to me after it's all said and done then i can look at it and say okay this is good here's what i would have done here and give them a better sense for my business i mean just with my va yesterday she was pricing shoes way too low and I said, "Hey." what do you like how do you how do you do your process what is your process for doing shoes and she said why did I price them too low and like overnight priced them even lower and thankfully did not list them because they would have sold immediately at how low they were priced but i said no i mean that's my fault i realized through talking to her that i didn't even give her a video on how to price shoes and pricing shoes is very very different than pricing most items because most items are very simple you have a video game you have a gaming console you have some sort of computer part like it is what it is and there is no better or worse version of it. I mean like occasionally you get a special edition of a game or a set of cards. Okay, that's, that's one thing. But for the most part, it is what it is. With shoes, it's different. They produce sizes, bigger sizes, or le- or smaller sizes less because they're not as popular. They produce their, their more popular sizes more that makes those sizes more scarce, and they're already a scarce shoe, so that drives up the prices of some really big sizes and some really small sizes. Some shoes are really, really underproduced in just random sizes. Some shoes are really sought after by different sized people because maybe a Jordan 5 looks better on a, a taller, bigger person than A smaller person where the shoe almost looks like it's some sort of clown shoe on them like this is the way that shoes work it's very very cultural and a lot of the time it's not just a very simple oh just type in the shoe model number and then I can get a sense of what the price is you could be losing 20 30 50 a hundred dollars based on what your size is if you're not paying attention you could be pricing a size 13 shoe a hundred dollars under what it would sell at because you're looking at a size five or, or a size 6. You know what I mean? Like it, it really depends on some of this kind of stuff. And trying to figure out how can I give her a good gauge of what these shoe pricing is. Because I know that intuitively. I mean I can look. I have my, my sort of way where okay I'll check it on StockX real quick. I'll check it on Suplex which is a good app online and on your phone for looking at pricing between StockX, GOAT. And then I think eBay may even be in there as well. But checking those sorts of things, and then I'll check eBay comps. That's the first thing I do, Peak, eBay comps, put in the, D, the model number and the size of the shoe, and then just hit search, and I see what it's selling at. But if that's not working, or there's not enough comps, or I don't feel comfortable with it, or I don't feel confident, I will go to the other sources, StockX, GOAT, alias or suplex and I will look at what all the other prices are and then go from there and that is such a helpful thing for me that she doesn't know anything about so I'm gonna make a video for that I'm gonna teach her how to do that and hopefully as she gets better and better at that the shoe pricing gets better and I don't have to worry about trying to reprice her shoes because that's just something I don't want to have to deal with I brought her on to do a job I didn't teach her how to do it properly so I'm gonna fix that and hopefully she corrects what's going wrong with the 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 kind of job that she's doing so Anyway, that's what I'm talking about here. If you can do that, if you can outsource, if you can create processes, it will be way, way better for your business. You will learn way, way more. You'll be able to teach people and you'll be able to scale better just because that's how businesses work. Not one person generally, not generally one person doesn't do everything for the business. That's how a lot of small businesses run, unfortunately. And that's why I think 80% of them fail within the first five years. And then I think. Uh, maybe it was like either 80 or 90 percent of them fail within the first five years and then if you don't fail within the first five years 80 percent of the ones that make it after that fail within the first 10 years like that's why because it's very very easy to start a business by yourself it's very difficult to scale a business by yourself you're going to need people you're going to need a team you're going to need to bring people on and that's very scary but that's the truth and a lot of us need to be able to learn and adapt and grow because business owners are always able to adapt. They're not always changing everything. A lot of them unfortunately do that, but they're always able and willing to adapt, always willing and able to to enhance the business, grow the business, and if something stops working, figure out another avenue. So, anyway, that's what I'm working on right now. It's been a crazy day. It's been ba- busy, but I'm excited. And I'm excited to get back at it tomorrow. You guys have a great rest of your day. If you ever need anything, hit me up on Instagram because I'd love to help you out. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. And I'll hit you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.